This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. This evening, a very spooky edition of The Blowhole with myself, James Radio, joined by my ever-optimistic co-host, The Robtimist. Feels good to be back in the wind column, doesn't it, Rob? It does. And honestly, in the for the first three drives, it felt great. I may, yeah. I may have actually texted... Uh, some buddies that I said when this offense is clicking, it's like playing Madden because it's 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 like every play is at least eight yards. The worst play is eight yards. It's just like first down, first down. It's like you're never in a third and long. It's just and you're just getting chunk plays after chunk plays. It was it's it was insane. And like in Madden, wasn't. when you uh, run two plays in a row and go for it on fourth down, right? Like when oh uh, we're gonna get like, it didn't I work on we third down. Getting... It's gonna work on fourth down, right? Sometimes it does. In Madden. In, in Madden, it usually does. Uh, usually. That, that was um, we'll one of those that. when when uh you're you know you you're running your you're running back into the ground and then all of a sudden Madden takes him out and you don't realize it and you like you go to run your favorite play and like the wrong guy is in and he can't make the cut and can't go to the giant hole to run for the touchdown on fourth down and gets crushed. So yeah, I guess but, it is like Madden. There were a few things. We'll we'll talk about Chase Edmonds a little bit more as we go along. But I, to your point, the way the game started was was amazing. Um, I, I thought they were. I, I, I thought that settling for field goals early on was going to, you know, be a problem. It, it ended up making the game close. We still won, but there were they left some points on the field. Um, specifically, I believe it was the second drive. Um, like Chase Edmonds again. There was that pitch out where he had th- that 
lane that he could have you could have drove a truck through he only got nine yards out of it <laughs> um that should have been a touchdown um and i believe on the same drive i uh, was it was ended up being a, a big gain to to waddle but the throw was way over his head <laughs> um if that throw had been on target i thought that that was probably a touchdown as well so those were two plays on the same drive they ended up having to settle for three on that one made it 10 nothing um the offense you know kind of let those things go because it looks like you're clicking and you know you're you're excited but um going back and rewatching those those were two that uh those two plays should have been touchdowns the weirdest um, the, the not the weirdest but the thing i remember and i didn't rewatch the game i should have so he to uh you know throws the ball really high to waddle when he's all by himself and yeah. in plenty of space where he can do waddle things and possibly score makes a great play going up for it but it's like Correct. okay that happens his next throw, I think it was caught, but it was like wasn't played. The next three throws, that one and the next two throws were not well placed. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen him make three throws like that in a row. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> so, he was he was definitely off. Like he didn't look like him. I think he might have been amped up, just excited to be playing and back or something. Yep. And you know, sometimes that happens. You, you know, you see these guys like. On the, they get the first throw and they overthrow a guy or something because they just the adrenaline and it gets to them too, but it was it was weird. He just he played fine. I mean, if that's his worst game of the year, I'll take it. Great, but he but um yeah, I was what that was at the point where I'm like, hmm, something's something's not clicking anymore. The team just looks better when he's out there. I mean, we'd be oh. remiss, if we, you know, without mentioning that you know Armstead was also back, and I think I think Brandon Shell is a better right tackle than little so yeah. um they actually you know the the offensive line i thought held up pretty well to it did not get sacked um i thought Tua played well i mean he just looked you know the decisions were were there um he definitely missed some throws he missed more throws than i'm used to seeing the dropped interceptions were I, like i know everybody's making a big deal about that so i i don't think a couple of them were definitely definitely interceptable balls but i don't think all four of them were like Oh, that should have been intercepted. I think there was one. Well, well four of them could um, have been intercepted. I think correct. That's there was the one in the second half. Gasecki was clearly being held. Like, if he's not being held, like that ball doesn't get through. I was surprised. Well, not surprised, but there should have been a flag on that play. There was not. Um, good thing the safety dropped the pass. Otherwise, that would have. You know, I might have. My head might have exploded, and <laughs> there might need to be a different uh, host for for this podcast this week. But. I've got um, one. I've got one waiting. <laughs> and then there was the, um, I believe it was late in the in the first half. The one that he was, he was throwing towards the sideline for Hill it just was like a little bit underthrown, and uh, the the defensive back made a play on the ball, wasn't able to come down with it. Uh, that's a throw I, I feel like he normally makes. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sitting here like crapping on him. I'm just like, if yeah, that, that was. A, it was. It was. No, it was like a below average game for him and that's still a damn good game when you look at the right you know it was still good so I'll there were it. some bad there was a, a couple bad drops to two specifically there but one didn't end up hurting them the first one was the the uh pass to in the end zone on the first drive hit him in the helmet i i don't understand that one ball wasn't tipped it just got through his hands and it, well, i thought it was mask. did you rewatch it to like make sure it wasn't tipped i didn't see that it was tipped it looked like it just got through his hands and hit him in the face mask um i i would you know i would expect him to make the catch didn't matter they ended up scoring on, on i believe the next play so that was fine um the other one was the chase edmonds yeah. uh that was third down that would have been a first down uh it was a dump off wasn't a great throw but was definitely something that should have been caught um 
And then they didn't get any points out of that drive. That was around midfield. That that clearly would have been a first down had he held on to the ball. Interesting stats. Chase Edmonds leading the NFL in dropped passes. Uh, he can't have that many targets, which is just amazing to me. He has five dropped passes this year now, which is I I don't even know what to do with that. Like uh <laughs> I wasn't as mad about the, the Edmonds signing as I was about the Wilson signing. Um, like I, I wasn't mad about the Edmund signing at all. I actually liked it. I thought he was going to be a good player. Um, he is just a, he is in his head. He is a shell of himself. He's I'm not giving he, up I'm being a optimist, but <clears throat> I don't want to see him in high leverage situations. I want to see him in situations. I don't want to see him on third and definitely don't want to see him on fourth down ever again. I thought there's already been enough evidence that, you know, Gaskin should be getting these carries at, at this point. I'm like, I, I, it's got to be Gas- like Gaskin has to be playing. I, I agree that Edmonds is probably a, a better player once he, you know, if he ever gets over whatever he's going through right now. But you got to play Gaskin. You got we got to start winning these games. You know, I, we won on Sunday, but we, you know, it's getting to the point like these games are close. Like you, you can't. I, I don't know. I, I just don't think. I don't feel safe with him in the game. <laughs> I, I. I'm not at the point where I don't feel safe, but I'm not. I know it's not you don't, like the home run isn't there. Like the 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 big play isn't possibility doesn't seem likely. It's like all right, well this could be three yards. Yeah, I mean even when the play call, like go back to that play on the second drive where it was the, the perfect play call that pit like they'd been running everything over the middle, everything over the middle, everything fast, you know, and then it was like a pitch out. The blockers there, they had, they just, it was like, a, it was just such a beautiful play. And to get only nine yards when you had a clear lane to the end zone was, that was tough. Um, that, that, one, that one was tough. And then the uh, the fourth down play, which we'll get to as we kind of go through the game. But positive note, defense Woo. looked incredible, which, uh, you know, I know, granted, it's the Steelers and they're having some problems on offense. Um, the defense played very, very well. They were out there a lot after those, you know, after you know, momentum kind of shifted a little bit. Um, I thought Jalen Phillips was, you know, that was the best game I've seen him play as a Dolphin. Van Ginkle, uh, in limited action, 24 snaps, made eight tackles, uh, which, you know, it was nice to see him back out there getting some first-team reps. Uh, He seemed like he was all over the field. Javon Holland, huge interception, and saving the best for last, there was a Noah Igbenogany sighting, Rob. He played very, very well. That wasn't just a sighting. That was a game sealer. He sealed the game for us, and he played. I thought he played well he throughout did. the game. There was, you know, like, I, but not. Did he have any? But yeah. I mean, obviously, and you know, everybody knows the news now. But Brandon Jones came, went out. Fedulum came in, made that huge play where he, you know, on fourth down, was that a fourth down stop or a third down stop to force a punt? I think it was fourth down where he came flying in and like, you know, almost like grabbed the guy's leg and and stopped him from being not Najee. Um, uh, Eric Rowe came in and played good, uh, played well, which, you know, which we need. We need these guys to play well. I mean, we have some depth walking. back there. There's just, there's so many injuries. Co- yeah, I crazy. mean, Kohu, who was like a, you know, a find off the scrap heap and, and played very, very well. Like, we need him to come back now at this point. Like, we need him. Yeah, we have no Needham, no Byron Jones, no Brandon Jones. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> we need these guys to play. I mean, Igbenogany has stepped up. Um, you know, Crossan has, has played well when, when he's, you know, been in there. Fedulum is another one, and Roe, like these guys are getting opportunities to play now. Um, and now I'm having my old man moment. The uh, 
the guy we signed as a uh, really for his special teams, who's also been playing really well when when oh Bethel yeah, yeah he had an interception Bethel, yeah you. yeah these are guys that are you know that should not be playing meaningful NFL downs and are are not only playing but contributing playing well, um, but yeah I thought I mean just in general I thought that the effort was better tackling was was much better there were some there were some plays that were a little sloppy um, with with Harris but I Harris mean, is a good Harris running back a monster. Yeah, like, he's, he's a good running back. Um, so you know they they do have some weapons. Say all all the things you want oh about God, you know, Pickett the, being the Pickens touchdown. I mean that was that guy's that guy's special. Yeah, yeah they have they have and Fryer moves to good tight end. Their offensive line you know is not great. And Pickett, um, you know the jury's still kind of out. He made I thought he made some nice throws and he's more mobile than I thought um, or knew. Um, but yeah, he he might be okay at some point he's definitely going through some some rookie growing pains um but yeah they're not a, the Steelers aren't a very good team and, and we should have blown them out like I mean there's yeah. no uh you know not a lot to recap in terms of the game like outside of those first few drives for us second half uh I believe it was the second drive of the second half we were moving down the field uh that was the only that was the best looking drive that we had probably or definitely in the second half um we're inside the 20 or right around the 20 right around the red zone um third and short handed off to Edmonds he gets stopped I was very shocked that they went for it I know you like the call you like being aggressive I don't love that like personally I'm kicking the field goal in a tight game like this give me the two possessions but you've also settled for three field goals in your four red zones so if you feel like you can get it I don't hate the idea of going for it i hate the idea of going for it with with Edmonds, Edmonds. twice yeah <laughs> twice third and fourth like honestly when they ran when they ran i was a little surprised they ran on third but then when they went for it on fourth i'm like okay you run for it on third if you plan to go for it for fourth and short but that like you said to run the same play which by the way could have worked there was a lane he didn't see it if Mostert was in there might even score a touchdown if but he'll get the first down so it wasn't even a terrible call it was a terrible idea to have Edmonds in there i think they, I they were trying Edmonds. to hurry up and, and catch them with the personnel on the field not give them the, the but it's just i just somebody had the tweet i don't remember it but it was like it had the charlie wall you know where he's like you know like charlie from always sunny when he's got his like crazy like beautiful mind yeah. wall and he's like he's like they don't He's like, they don't expect you to give it to Mostert. He's like, you have Hill in this. So, I mean, uh, Mostert, he said Mostert. They don't expect you to Edmonds. give it to Edmonds. So do it, the unexpected. Give it to Edmonds. And it was just wild like, card. Yeah, wild. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, again, I, you know, a win is a win. It did, the, the team, the offense just looked different with, uh, with Tua back there, even though they did only put up the, the 16 points. And to points, be fair, um, Tua didn't really have a full practice. Like, he didn't have, like, full walkthrough, game walkthrough practices. Like, he was rusty. Like, it, like coming back from not playing, fine. like, it's all – I have no worries. I'm like, fine. this is fine. Yeah. Um, special teams, I thought, played better um, in terms of uh, coverage. You know, it's been kind of an issue for this what team. What about your, I your boy hitting all three of his uh, field goals? I was gonna, I was gonna get to that. Um, he, <laughs> you, and you as I mentioned before, inside of fifty, he seems yeah. to be fine. Um, and and he did. He hit all three um, inside of fifty um, on Sunday, which were huge because it was a close game and ended up being closer than, like I said, it should have been. Um, but yeah, it was good to see him make his kicks. Um, 
And, and, and uh, look, again, and the it's funny just because I was I was watching the games on Sunday. I don't remember who it was, but it was like a, a good kicker, and he like missed an extra point. Like, 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 like weird stuff happens. Like, I get it. Every he's once in a while, like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's year, been but, a pattern with him. Yeah. I mean, he's like, like I said, he's two for ten on his last outside of you know fifty and 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 above, which is as an NFL kicker. That's unacceptable. I mean, you know, well, it, most kickers should make everything from inside 50. So. I agree. But what if I could say, I guarantee you, I it will be, it will be made short of 50, but you only have a 20% chance of making it over 50. I might take I would, that. I mean, most, again, like I said, most kickers are automatic from inside 50. So, but they're not. It's not I mean, it's not, I mean, most, but it's still not everyone. There's plenty of guys rostered that are not he still misses inside of 50 he just didn't miss inside of 50 on this particular day he's he's fine okay i, I he I, again kudos that there was a, a good special teams performance which we haven't seen a lot of this year so i'm happy with that um ingram melvin ingram kind of been kind of gone a little bit missing on the uh on the defensive uh, in, in the defensive front, uh, you know, he's very, very active. He was defensive player of the month in the AFC for the first month of the season. Um, he hasn't been contributing as much. I did, I did mention that Van Ginkle is back. So he's probably getting some of those snaps, but um, just any, any concern there on your part, I guess. No, you know, I mean, we have a lot of depth. So. Honestly, like, well, one, like the last two weeks, you already mentioned, we mentioned it last week. You mentioned this week, the tackling is better. And that's huge. Cause this, cause that's you know no good defense is bad at tackling so that's right. like step one um but for two my my biggest problem as great as phillips was is i still i love this entire front seven but i feel like the pressure has to be manufactured i still don't see wilkins will blow up his guy phillips once in a while but i don't see like guys getting blown up as often as i think they should but it's also with the injuries in the in the back end, they can't run the they can't really run the schemes that they plan to run all offseason. All the stuff they put in, the blitzes and the disguises and the you know the hybrids things. You like you can't do that if you don't have your lockdown guys behind you. So I don't know how much of it is you know they're up, they're kind of reworking it on the fly. We've seen them do more zones and more things, and and they're getting better. I feel like they're getting better at that. I feel like in the in the beginning it was a more of an issue trying to run things they're not used to running um i mean i, I mean i have no worries about ingram i mean he was a nice veteran piece to add to the to the pass rush but you know to me still third and pass you know third at most in pass rushing behind agba and, and phillips yeah, and Agba didn't play. He was he was out um, with a back injury. I do wonder if he's because it seemed like after it was around like the Buffalo game, like it seemed like I, I stopped seeing him <laughs> making making as many plays and getting as much penetration um, as I'm used to seeing. So um, he's been limited in practice this week. Um, he did not play on Sunday, um, but the defense and, and played well. With that. He Van is one Ginkle, of their best players. I mean, but... I think Van Ginkle got a lot of run at, at yeah they know, don't play the, the same position rush. but i think I know, it's just they in pass rushing you, situation van ginkle's a right pass, you move, is a pass rusher like when right you move phillips over to maybe where agba was coming in and that opens it up for van ginkle to come in on his side you could have van ginkle ingram and phillips all on the field at the same time i did see a lot of the, the three-man fronts i was seeing a lot of was uh was siler um 
Wilkins and uh, Raekwon Davis, who's also been, um, I, I, I haven't really mentioned him much this season. I think Raekwon Davis has played uh, phenomenal. Like he, he seems to act, he's actually like, he's not just a run stuffer anymore. He seems to be like collapsing pockets and getting into the backfield. I love him, but the sealer and, and Wilkins have been playing out of their mind. That's why you don't, you don't think of him that much because sealer as the run stuffer and the, and, and Wilkins just blowing people up. is just been, well, Davis will play in the middle more. And then we got to see Jenkins. I think that was another yeah. person who played a little bit more uh, with Agba being out because Agba's again, one of those, those, the, the rotational, the, the rotational, guys in the in the three um you know so they'll you know when they have the three down linemen so um yeah well it's it was good to see it's a it's a lot of depth and there's they're all good players um and, and you like getting to see them be out there and, and make plays and um you know make plays when it matters um it was, it was a big game you know we needed to have it we lost three in a row um wasn't exactly the uh type of performance i would have liked to have seen on offense but Felt good to win. That that is that is for sure. Felt very very good to win. And uh, once again, kudos to uh, Noah Ibanagani. Thank you so much for showing up, man. It's uh, welcome welcome to the team. You're you're officially a Miami Dolphin. That's right. You got the elevator. <laughs> that was that was a hell of a catch that oh, he made. Getting those feet down. Yeah, like on the the as like horizontal as he was. That was that was great. Yeah, and he, just... and he played well. I mean, he even played well in the Viking game too. So. You know, maybe this is this is like, hey, okay, this is a this guy's usable now. With a little confidence, get him in there. You know, get get playing more meaningful snaps isn't isn't as scary. Yeah, and with with him, I mean, because he's essentially playing the role that that Byron Jones would play. Um, obviously, I'm not saying that he's Byron Jones, but he's he's made Byron Jones being out a little bit more, uh, I guess, palatable because um, he's he's played well on the boundary. And hopefully he'll just continue to improve and get more consistent. Um, and then, you know, which is what you would expect out of a first-round draft pick. Um, so, yeah, hopefully he can keep it up. would love to see it. Anything else to uh, add on to the, uh, you know, the, the Flores stuff kind of came and went. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the post game. They asked to if he said anything to, to Flores after the game. Nope. His response was very short. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> um, so, yeah, seems like uh, – all in all, nice, nice win for the Miami Dolphins. It was nice. Sunday. We Mink, needed Minka it. Fitzpatrick didn't do anything, and uh, and we came out with a win. Yeah, we needed it, and it was uh, it was sloppy, but whatever, it happened, and we got it, and we need to win these kind of games also. Yep, and we'll take a break right now, and when we come back, we will preview uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions happening this Sunday at one p.m. Eastern. So please. Stay tuned. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. 
It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snacket. We're talking about big time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we are back. So the Miami Dolphins return to uh, regular schedule, uh, playing at the, the, the 1 o'clock time slot that we are accustomed to seeing them play. Uh, they will be playing in Detroit on Sunday. Lions are one in five, coached by our old pal Dan Campbell. Um, Dolphins favored by three and a half. Um, that is correct. Lions are—they've been kind of an interesting team. They definitely played hard the first few weeks of the season. We're scoring lots of points, um, and then their last two games—they uh, seem to have come back to earth, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, their defense has been pretty suspect all year. Uh, but their last two games, they were blown out in Foxborough by the Patriots, 29 to nothing uh, during zappy hour. And uh, last week, they were beaten by the uh, Dallas Cowboys in Dallas, return of Dak Prescott. That game was actually pretty close. Yeah, um, was... Final score ended up being 24 to 6. So maybe they figured out some things on defense, or maybe the Cowboys just aren't that good on offense, which I think probably a little bit of both. I think um, the thing to, we should score on this team is basically what I'm getting at. We should definitely score on this team. Their defense has been atrocious. The thing is, is we will be getting the offense that scored all those points in the first few weeks because those two weeks when they were when they got blown out, they had no DeAndre Swift, and I know they played well without him for like one game, but also uh, Amon Ross St. Brown had the. He got Bridgewatered and had to like he came out of the game like right away, and I think he missed the game before. So they were they've been playing without him, and that's basically that's their hill and Mostert right for their offense. Like, and they are quarterbacked by Jared Goff, who traditionally has very very difficult times with defenses like ours. See the Patriots game, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Goff traditionally when he when he played for the Rams uh, struggled uh, with um, blitzing. Belichickian type of defenses had the hard times with the Patriots. I uh, had a very, very hard time with us. If you remember uh, Flores, I believe Flores second year, that was the first game. I think that that was to his first game. I believe um, first start. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, golf was just awful in that game. So hopefully more of the same. Um, hopefully he's, you know, continues to struggle and we're able to shut down because they do have some nice pieces. Uh, Hawkinson's a very good tight end. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is a good wide receiver, as you mentioned, and DeAndre Swift is a good running back. And but their have, offensive line have, is okay. Yeah. It, no, it's good. They have yeah. a good offensive line. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing. And Campbell, I remember from his time here, very focused on, you know, being physical up front, you know, establishing the run game. Uh, you know, he was his, his, I liked, I, I liked Campbell when he was a coach with us. I was hoping they were going to give him a shot instead of going after Adam Gase, but that's uh, another conversation for another time. Um, One little interesting uh, Lions tidbit. I was because uh, I was listening to some preview of the game or something, and you know they mentioned the uh, you know like the last two years they haven't gone for quarterbacks. They're like trying to build the team first, and they and they picked Penny Sewell, 
when Tua and Herbert were on the board. Like everybody wants to be, you know. Nope, that's a different draft. Was that the uh, which which draft? That was after Tua and Herbert. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was that the, was uh... that was the Waddle draft because I wanted. Sewell oh, you're right. You're right. Waddle. No, they they picked a, a bad player. They picked in the Tua draft. They actually picked. They did pick before, and they ended up picking like a defensive back or a or a lineman or so they picked they did but they were definitely picking ahead oh that's right did they take that uh akuda the cornerback i think that's who they took I believe. right so that like that was that draft you know for everybody's like you know when everyone was was hating too and they're like you could add herbert i'm like the lion why is nobody screaming that the lion should have taken herbert or two yeah. for that matter it really could have had either well, i think they still had stafford then too like they hadn't traded him yet so um i, I don't know either way yeah i mean it's the lions like they're lions gonna lion and i mean if they're in i mean honestly nobody wants to tank but if they they end up with a top pick this is a loaded draft they throw a good if they get a good rookie with this roster this young roster uh you know they could make some noise so taking a look at their injury report um you know, on, on the defensive side of the football, I mentioned they've had they've had some struggles. Um, they do have another one of our old pals, Charles Charles Harris. Uh, he was a first-round draft pick from the Adam Gase era um, defensive end. He's, he's actually played quite well for them. He is on the injured list. He has not practiced uh, Wednesday or Thursday uh, with a groin injury. Um, there's a safety, Deshaun Elliott. Uh, I believe he's a former Raven, um, pretty solid player from, from what I understand. Also uh, hasn't practiced on Wednesday or Thursday with a finger. Um, outside of that, so I don't really know many of their other players on defense, quite honestly. We mentioned Dakuda, the cornerback they drafted. Um, and he's actually playing well. I don't know. We'll, we'll probably get to see some of them. I don't know anything about their linebackers either. Um, no, so. the for I'm, honestly, for the injury report, it, I mean, it's all about their offense, right? And it looks like they're they're going to be okay. Hawkinson didn't practice yesterday. He was limited today. Uh, Amon Ra, he's in the concussion protocol, so he's been limited all week. But again, he was like Bridgewatered. It was he never had a concussion, but he you're in the protocol because somebody said you wobbled or somebody breathed on his head. It is what it is, but he will play. And DeAndre Swift is a very good running back, uh, and he's been he's been out full practice and he's yeah. full, but he's practicing in full all week, so yep. he will be out there. Yeah, so um, I, I think the defense will might have its work cut out for them. I do foresee a little bit of a shootout in this game. I think uh, we win. I think we cover. Um, I think Tua gets back into uh, back into rhythm, and I think the final score of this game is Miami Dolphins thirty-one, Detroit Lions twenty-four. Ooh, 31-24. Let me write that down. I like writing down our our. Uh... Score projections are yes, our pro- see how good we are at prognosticating. What did you yeah, say? Yeah, you were much closer than I was last week. Last week I said twenty-seven to thirteen Steelers, and uh, my my co my co-host said twenty-three to nine. Final score was sixteen to ten. So Rob's closer than I was. What did you? Uh, what was your score again? Thirty. Thirty-one twenty-four is what I'm predicting for this Sunday. Nice in Detroit. What so, do you think is going to happen, Rob? If we don't score. 28 points i will be completely i I will be shocked or disappointed or something go ahead and knock on some wood here because that sounds like a curse that's not a curse i'm saying like we should this they shouldn't stop us i actually think this is going to get ugly i think it's going to be 41 to 
I think they're going to put up points or whatever, but they're going to end up at uh, 28. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So I'm taking the over. The Shootout. <laughs> taking the over. Yeah, I mean, we have we have the highest over-under for the week. I think it's at... Uh... Honestly, my first idea was to have them closer with, like, some garbage touchdown, you know, so to maybe be in the 30s, but... Then I didn't. Want, I, I decided not to give it to them. Screw yeah, them. I don't think we're going to give up that many points to this offense, unless we're like way out ahead. Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, we shall see. We've been uh, let down in the past as Dolphins fans, as we all have. So um, why don't we take a look at uh, what's happening around the NFL? But we'll start by uh, what happened in Pickham last week. Rob, I'll let you. Oh, give me my, well, my revels. My revels. I specifically took a bunch of bad teams because they were getting points, but they were not getting enough points. And they shockingly didn't cover. They did not. Actually, the Jaguars were giving points, and you took them. Oh, wow, you're right. The Jaguars, God. I don't know how you you did that because you thought Vegas was messing with people or something, and I was like. Oh, that was the Giants game. Yeah, it just just, the line just seemed wrong to me. I'm like, because the Giants should have been favored, and they weren't. So I'm like, they know something. You know what? They did not. Uh, Falcons plus plus six and a half. I thought, you know, running, whatever. That was a terrible idea. They were never in that game. They sure weren't. Joe Burrow went nuts. Nuts. In the first half, that game was over in the first half. And just real quick, I'd like to pause right there because Rob and I, uh, and I know nobody wants to hear about our fantasy teams, but Rob and I play in a fantasy league. And I drafted Joe Burrow, um, and Rob likes to give me a, a lot of, uh, I, I will say the him. word on, on the air, but he, he, he mocked my picking of Joe Burrow and we played each other this week and uh, Joe Burrow had 45 fantasy points. I believe he, he, had, yeah, he, had, he had more than my day. team. That's yeah. almost quite the day. So anyway, uh, so Bengals again coming. So Rob was hurt twice uh, there. So onto the, uh, the, the next one, what was the next one? You took the Texans Texans. I'll let, plus I'll, six I'll let you explain eight. your thought process. I don't know. They're frisky. I, I kind of, I, I like the Texans as a weird team. That's a little better. They're like the jets to me. They're better than most people assume. They're just, they're not good, but they're not as crappy as you think. But then I've watched them and they are as crappy as people think I was wrong. I won't. Yeah. Davis, Davis Mills is bad. Really I wanted bad. him to be good, I guess. That's that's all. Now that we don't have their picks, I like root for them a little bit. Like you know, because I rooted against them so hard when we had all their picks, and then and they were terrible, and they went and through the worked. whole thing, yeah. and it worked. So now I actually have a little like sympathy. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to be the worst team. I want you to come out of this okay. Um. All right. So looking at looking at this week's slate of games, I um not a lot of good Ari- games. Arizona Cardinals going to Minnesota, getting three and a half. Um, Minnesota, that's uh, coming off their bye. They just beat us in the game. Frankly, they they should have lost. I mean, we outgained them by astronomical <laughs> astronomical amounts, and uh, and and we well, lost that game because of mistakes. Buffalo but, outgained us by astronomical amounts. So apparently, right, we deserved really to win that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, I like Arizona. Basically, what I'm getting at is, I think Arizona is kind of turning a corner. They put up a lot of points on the Saints. Uh, last Thursday night, I know the Saints aren't great, but um, I think that the Cardinals getting Hopkins back, starting to get a little bit healthy on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Hopkins is definitely a difference maker. Um, getting three and a half points going to Minnesota, I think they, uh, I think they pull the upset. I think they pull up the upset. Went out right. I'll take them. 
I mean, Hopkins is better than than, uh, Marquise Brown, but he's out. Robbie Anderson is no Hollywood Brown. Um, Their coaching is terrible. The Vikings have Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. I'll take them. I like the Vikings. All right. Uh, Next game that kind of caught my eye was the uh, Carolina Panthers. Fresh off a huge upset of the Bucks. Getting four points. Are they uh, are they at home for that one, Rob? That is a great question. I believe they are. Or no, I think they're on the road. Anyway, I like the, I like the Falcons, and I know that you probably would take the Panthers in that one because you're in love with them and you think they're actually good. I that don't. Wasn't a fluke just, last week. So it's in Atlanta. Um. So. I th- hey, if they can beat the Bucks. They should be able to beat the Falcons, right? The the Falcons are weird as hell. They will refuse to throw the ball. They were down yeah. like three touchdowns and refuse to throw the ball. They can well, run. They can, I don't think they can throw the ball. Yeah, I think that's the thing. But they, but Drake London and Kyle Pitts can catch passes. Like you don't. I'm not saying you'd be great at it, but you could throw it more than twelve times. Those guys are those guys are very good at what at their positions. That yeah. you should be able to throw the ball a little bit. Mariota is not great, but he's. He can throw it to those two guys. <laughs> They're big. Throw it to them. Um, Panthers, I don't know. There's just that. It's got rid of the coach. The defense is okay. I don't know. The I think the the Falcons are just too weird. I'll take the points. I don't know what the hell is going to happen in that game. I, I don't have a lot of strong feelings this week. I picked a lot of. <laughs> I picked picking a lot of bad bad things. This is why I kill you at this game. Yeah, because I don't care. Um, all right. How about this one? The Steelers getting 10 and a half points going into Philly. Is that enough for you to take the Pittsburgh Steelers, Rob? Honestly, we, we had trouble finding a third game. So I'm just like, you know what? This team keeps it close. They only got blown out once. Granted, it was by one of the better teams. This will tell us if the Eagles are, you know, if they want to be top one of the top three teams, then you have to blow out the Steelers because that's what the top three teams do. Otherwise, good teams just beat them. So we'll find out. Ten and a half. A lot of points. See what the Steelers can do. I think TJ Watt might actually be coming back. I saw he was practicing. I'm like, I thought he was done for the year. No, they're a different team when he plays for sure. And he is definitely, yeah, he is coming back. Um, If it was me, I would just sit him because this is a lost season for them. But, uh, hey, do what you got to do. Um, All right. Well, that'll do it for Pick'em. Let's take a stroll over to the uh, degenerate side of things, um, taking a look at some prop bets for the Miami Dolphins and Detroit Lions. What do we got, Rob? Well, first, uh, to recap, the Steelers props, the Dolphins props we did in the Steelers game. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you you squeaked out a two-to-one victory. So we picked three props. Yes. For like um, player props, either like over-unders on yards or touchdowns or receptions or whatnot. Um, you had the Najee's receiving over was 14 and a half and he had 15 receiving yards. So Woo! congratulations. Money in the bank, baby. Money in the bank. You also thought Pickett would go under 223 and a half receiving yards and you were wrong with his 257. Yeah. And, uh, we both. Just love the waddle over. It was set at 58 and a half. He had 88. So that was your second win. And that was my only win. Um, I want, I had the hill over and I still can't believe I didn't get it. He had 72. He needed 78 and a half. 
and then I had the Najee rushing under 45 and a half, and he had 65. Honestly, this game went the way it should have. They would have been throwing. Najee would not have gotten those yards. Hill would have gone over. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm protesting. That, that ridiculous <laughs> falling apart hurt my betting. So well, getting yeah. this week, the, uh, the sites we use for whatever reason do not have any Lions props. So we only have uh, basically it's just, just Tua. We could pick Tua props, Mostert props, Waddle props, or Hill props. So we actually did a pretty good job of, of picking different ones, even though we uh, shared the Waddle over again because it's always such a good – number it's 64 and a half i i think with two of playing i, I made i made mention of this I, I think it's i think he's a different he looks like a different wide receiver when two is playing i mean yeah yeah, yeah. i mean but i mean he always looks good i love that guy yeah he's great i just you know there's definitely there's a connection there so i 64 and a half i think he'll definitely go over that so what are your other uh, what are your other props so i liked to uh the touchdown passes they had him at one and a half um I think he definitely gets at least two. So I'll, I'll go over on that one. Um, and as I alluded to earlier, I think they're going to score some points in this game. Um, I think a lot of it's going to come through the air. I think Tua gets a little bit, gets right. You know, he's, he's uh, back to, uh, you know, fully practicing, getting back in the swing of things, getting back to the skies. They had him at 271 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go over that. So over on the passing yards, over on the touchdowns, and over on Waddle receiving. Nice. Three overs. I I am also three overs. Spoiler alert: I rarely go under dolphins, and we only have dolphin props. <laughs> um, I have the waddle over also. Um, I have the moster over sixty six and a half. He's their de- run defense is bad, so I I'm predicting two forty plus runs for moster this this Sunday, and I'm taking uh, the the hill number is a big number eighty four and a half. I'm going over. I just think I think we're back to both of those guys over 150 yards. I think it's going to be, I think the offense is going to hum. It's going to be sick, and I would really like it to be because one of my stupid fantasy teams is actually called the blowhole, and it is starting <laughs> Tua, Mostert, Hill, Gasicki, Sanders, and the Miami defense. <laughs> Love it. Oh, talk about hedges. Uh, what's the opposite of hedging? I'm That's all what we're in, doing, baby. I'm yeah, all we're all in. in. All in. All right. All right. When uh, we're gonna take another break, um, and when we come back, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna handle. We're, we're gonna handle. <laughs> when we come back, it's time for our favorite part of the show, fantasy camp. So please stay tuned. And we are back. Um, it is now time for Rob and I's favorite part of the show. Fantasy Camp. Miami Dolphins. Ooh. My dog is excited as well. Can I add that Holly to the loves drop? Fantasy I like Camp. it. Yeah, perfect time. So, um, for those of you that may be first-time listeners to Google, uh, Fantasy Camp is a game that Rob and I like to play where we draft... Fantasy teams comprised solely of Miami Dolphins skilled players. Uh, in years past, it's been an extra an exercise in futility, but this year has been quite fun as there are many viable fantasy options for the Miami Dolphins. Um, 
including a pretty decent performance, even though they had 16 points last week for my team. Rob, why don't you tell everybody what happened? Well, I picked first, and every person who is picked first gets the Tyreek Hill, and every person that goes second gets Waddle and Mostert. So Mostert, we know, had his uh, 30 receiving and a touchdown and 79 rushing, so that 19 points puts you in a really good starting point. Waddle had four catches for 88 yards, so that gave you a good little boost, and Edmonds' terrible 17 yards on the ground. Um that rounded out your team. Uh, for offense, you had Cedric Wilson, who, what, did he suit? I don't know. I think, did I see him? I can't remember. Um, for defense. The invisible man. You had you, you did have Phillips, who was nice. He had a sack and a half, um, had four tackles, so he was good for six and a half points. So that got you to 33 and, 35 and a half, which was enough to win because. That's pretty close, though. It was pretty close, but as I rattled off all those names, there wasn't really a lot of offense left. Obviously, Hills, 7 for 72, is a nice game. Gives me 11 points. Gasicki, we should probably talk about him a little bit since there's, uh, you know, people are talking about trade rumors and, and whatnot. And he's been a bigger part, but he really only had the three catches for 27, so that wasn't so good. He dropped the touchdown. Uh and then uh, Sherfield had the three catches for 44. So I had Sherfield, and Craycraft gave me a zero. And I had Holland, and with his pick, um, and he also had uh, four tackles and a pass breakup. So he got me six points, which is nice. Um, so, But that only got me to 26 points, which is not enough to win. And really quick, before um, we move on to actually picking the teams, uh, we did change the scoring a little bit for defense this year, thanks to a recommendation from one of our listeners. Thanks, Scott. Scotty Heron. So Scott sent us an email this week. Um, you can email us also if you have any suggestions or observations or, you know, you just want to say hi. Tell us, you know, that we're terrible or that you like the show. Um, the email is theblowholeradio at gmail.com. Also on Twitter at T blowhole and uh, on Instagram, uh, the blowhole podcast. So check us out on, uh, on social media. Give us a follow, give us some likes, or, you know, like I said, you tell us we're terrible. Appreciate it. If you do, you know, we normally shout you guys out. Um, so we'll definitely respond. So just, uh, <laughs> not quickly, but we'll respond. I've been better. I responded to Scotty much quicker this week. I, I was in preseason form earlier this year, not checking the email as much as I uh, should have been. But well, I'm I'm all over it now. As someone who's known you for a while, you are the worst. Thank you. Uh, I I won't even deny that. <laughs> I am absolutely the worst. All right. So this week I pick first. Well, I'm going to change it up and go Raheem Most. Just kidding. I'm going to Tyree Kill. Give me Ty Tyree Kill. All right. And I am going to... So it's funny. If I, honestly, if there was a week, like I most probably would make sense to go first. That's true. Was, he is he should have a monster game. Um the one thing that's kind of fun about this game, when it started, it was really just Hill Waddle and Mostert. So the person in the second spot was in a better position. But when it started, you thought Edmonds was gonna be. Well, I also thought Edmonds that's true, because yeah. I'm an idiot. Let's be um yeah, so, but yeah. now we actually have a couple of other options that are getting looks, so I will take Waddle and Mostert, obviously. Um, there's no need to make suspense on that. And now it comes to you, and you actually have some options of guys that at least catch passes. Yeah, so um, 
Cedric Wilson did dress last week. He was fielding punts. Oh, <laughs> and he looked oh, very right. shaky and doing it. He didn't muff he had, any, but uh, he, he did not look one comfortable. Where he like almost fell down or, yeah. or whatever, fell backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm no, I'm not going to draft Cedric Wilson. Um, I will take uh, I Mike Kosicki. Uh, maybe this week he holds on to a touchdown. I think uh, let's go. I love Kasiki. I'm a big Kasiki fan. Um, and I mean, Sherfield, that was the best game that he's had. Uh, I thought he's, you know, he's clearly the number three wide receiver for some reason. So let me try Sherfield. And that basically there's now three more spots and there's no more players to pick from. Cause that's basically anybody that, well, Craycraft has given us the weird, the, you know, the interception or the 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 one the one or two big plays every three weeks or so well, he doesn't give us interceptions he did score a touchdown i think you meant to say receptions right? yes i did thank you okay yeah you're welcome you're welcome that's what i'm here for um so all yes. right so you think craycraft gets in on the mix and you know what i'm so down on edmonds i'm taking wilson jr how many points we get for a punt for fair catch <laughs> zero 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 perfect i'll take him Cool. So our two big free agent signings, uh, Cedric Wilson Jr. and I will take uh, Chase Edmonds, who's also proven to be useless. So we'll put both those guys there. He could, um, they could. He could steal some of Mostert's touchdowns. <laughs> he did it a lot in the early in the in the beginning. So he did. He did. He had some. He bolstered some scores. That was for sure. Um, uh, for my defensive player, I'm going to take Jalen Phillips again. Uh, he's just a monster last week. Hope that continues. So normally Holland is one we like to take. The, with the secondary so banged up, he doesn't get to blitz and do do the fun things that he normally does. He's going to have to be back there playing center field a little more. I don't know. Ag was banged up. I'm just going to take Ingram. I'm going to maybe he he got in on those big plays. A little return early. to form. I yeah, like it. Maybe another scoop and score, or just maybe a. I mean, just, I'll just take a sack and a strip and a fumble. I'll, I'll take and a, you know a forced fumble. That'd be nice. A strip sack, as I like to call him. I would love to see it. Love to see it. I think they're definitely going to get, they hopefully will get some pressure on golf. I think they probably will. Um, hopefully they confuse them a lot. And uh, yeah, you can see some, some defensive scoring here. That'd be nice. All right. So you, you touched on it a little bit, I guess. Like, do you, I, I think we've talked about it the last few podcasts. I don't see them trading Gasicki. I think they actually need him. Um, well, as you the, mentioned, he's technically their default number three wide receiver because the rest of the wide receiver room is. Yeah, I mean, if Wilson was doing what they thought Wilson would be doing, and then you had Sherfield to be your number four, then I think maybe they would entertain Gasicki because I know that obviously the NFL is weirdly trading way more players now at the deadline yeah. than they have in the past. We've seen um Kadarius Tony was traded today Christian McCaffrey was traded Robbie Anderson like an Robert, old bunch Quinn. Of Robert Quinn um oh you know did you see uh I'll never get his name right the uh old uh Kuji Gruji Hill what's his name he got he asked for his the release from the Texans he played for us on special teams for a little oh come here Gruji uh, yeah yeah he was a good he was a good player yeah so he's a free agent apparently because he uh he wanted out They're They were playing a rookie ahead of him. Cause they're like, we're, we're terrible. Let's see. Let's let the rookie play. Um, yeah. so I've, so everybody wants to know, you know, what are the dolphins going to do? People are like, Oh, we should trade for Jerry Judy. I'm like, I mean, well, honestly we could use, I'd actually, I would like that to would, see that. That um, wouldn't be bad, but you know, too, it, I would love to see that. <laughs> I mean, as good as that would be, the, if you're trading anything, you're getting offensive line and, or, 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 
or or a cornerback. I mean, that's that's where this team needs the depth and needs the help. But to the point of trading Gasicki because you know, he doesn't fit in the. They're not. He's not a tight end anymore. He is literally the third wide receiver. I know he get he gets some blocks, but he is running routes on a high percentage like he always used to. Basically, if he's on the field, he's running routes. McDaniel's style likes to disguise that. They want you don't they you don't want to tip your hand to say, oh, we're running because he's in, or we're passing because he's in, and whatnot. But he's literally the third wide receiver because nobody's really stepped up. So. You're unless you can get Jerry Judy for him. Um, I don't see any way they trade him unless somebody bowls him. Unless somebody gives a two, which no one's going to do. So I don't. I don't see him getting traded. Yeah, I don't think Gasecki's getting moved. I, I think they. I mean, what I, I would love to see them bring Judy in. Um, I, I, you know, with, yeah, that'd be. I, I think we do actually need another wide receiver, and then. Um, there, Gusecki has been used as a as a blocking tight end some this year, but it's out of I feel it's out of necessity that he's been. I mean, why you know, running more routes block on running plays too? It's not like yeah, you know, it's no, not, I know. But I'm saying yeah. like, but he's his he's back up to like eighty percent of running routes right. on snaps, which is you know, which is more of a wide receiver thing than a than a blocking tight end would do. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, any any other. Uh, potential trade targets that uh, that you'd like to see Rob, outside of uh, uh offensive line help i don't even like i don't even know who's out there or available honestly yeah, i mean nobody's really trading anything uh, well what's funny there there was talk that the uh patriots would move on from uh win their their tackle because he's yes. he wasn't playing but that's because he's not playing well so who the hell wants to trade for somebody who's not playing well on a right, team that course. like you know can coach up Enough, you know, like if he's not playing well, right? For, if he's not playing well for, there, for, exactly. For Brian Flores's <laughs> offense, fine, but like you know, but they've never had a problem teaching guys how to block over there. So, so I don't want any part of that. How great was watching them just get destroyed by oh a God. mediocre at best Chicago Bears They're team? Not mediocre. They're football. bad. First that, of all, I mean, well, can we talk about the best part of it all? Is, um, there were so many good parts. What was the best? All right, this is my best. Mac, three and out, three and out, pick. So, boo, boo, he's booed. They bring in Bailey Zappi, and two broken plays. I mean, there's no way Mac would have scored those two touchdowns. Like th- those were like garbage plays that anybody could do. But now all of a sudden. They've got two touchdowns under Zappy, and everyone is going nuts on Twitter, getting Zappy tattoos and Zappy Hour and all the stupid puns. And then he just pooped his pants. He was terrible. He threw two picks the rest of the way. Honestly, they might have won that game if Mac Jones stayed in because he would have scored those two touchdowns. They were wide open, and he might not have played. As they would have been Zappy. better. I mean, they're better. better. Jones is a better quarterback. I mean, neither one of them are great, but. Uh... I, I just think it's yeah. great that they have this 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 the controversy. Oh, I love yeah. That's that's my favorite part. The, um, the, the the Bears' offense was also great too. Though, like, I mean, because I've I don't know I don't know why, but I feel like the Bears have just played a lot of prime time games for some reason. I feel like I've seen Justin Fields play a lot. Well, they played San Francisco in one week, so that might have been in your. Didn't they play week one? No, they had guys? Sunday night football with the Packers. There's a Thursday night game with the Commanders. Oh, wow. I mean, they just I somehow yeah, didn't they... watch any of them. Those all sound terrible. And then there's now a Monday night football. And then last season I saw Fields play a couple times also. 
Um, but this was by far the like he's he has looked terrible every time I've seen him play, and he was well. They never let him run before, and like that's that's his whole thing. So yeah, that was a huge difference. Um, letting him actually. The like design runs, design yeah. Runs. I mean, their running game in general looks very impressive. Well, um, it always, it has. I mean, it always. I mean, it has all year. Like Singletary and Herbert have been really good at running. Um, and if if you have to plan for a guy running around, and apparently the you know the Patriots didn't because he never did run around. I wonder now do we have to we play them next? Do we have to play a a, a frisky uh, Chicago team now? Yeah, that's after that's that is the next opponent after uh, after Detroit, and it is in Chicago. So, um, you know, th- there's no gimmies in this league at all. So, uh, you know, I did have that one penciled as one that we you know should win. Um, see how the see how the Chicago Bears do this week. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I still feel like we should be able to win that game. I guess we'll we'll see in uh, in about a week's time. This game, out, you so. know, why this game is important? How does it'll it, get us how does two games sound? Up. Five and three. So good. How does this sound? Four and four. Not very. Not as good. One. Not as good. It's what one outcome changes everything. Five and three. You're like, yeah, all right. We had that weird stretch, but we're five and three. I could strut. Would I could do a little. uh, uh, uh. But a four and four, I'm just gonna be mopey. That's us. Yeah. So. Um, I, I'm not even going to ask if you watched it, but I did, uh, I ordered the book for, um, the, the HBO show house of the dragon. There's, it's based off of, of a, a book or I think a couple books, but I got the first one, uh, called fire and blood. So I ordered that. So I, um, I'm going to begin reading that, uh, probably next week when it gets here. I'm very excited about it. Um, Rob, if you want to watch the show, uh, maybe get the book, read the book. Maybe we can talk about that. No, maybe. Although I did see, I did see an, I don't see articles. I saw a headline. George George R. R. Martin promises he's two thirds of the way through with Winds of Winter. <laughs> Winds of Winter. Yeah, I remember yeah. reading the first four, three or four chapters of them online like ten years ago. That's funny. Yeah, he's uh... one of them was cool. All I remember, one of them was Arya totally killing like some somebody on her list as like a you know as a faceless person. Was it? Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was in the show. I think it was. Uh, well, the one she had in the show was awesome. Well, maybe she did, but it was. Uh, who was the? Where she think, avenged the red wedding? I think it was. Oh yeah, no, this was uh, the guy who killed the her her da- her her teacher her uh, water dancer her sword teacher. Oh, that was in the slint. show where she cut his eyes out in the brothel. Yeah, yeah, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was in a brothel. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember that was in the show. That was awesome. Yeah, Aria was great. Let's go Dolphins.